Do you know the whole thing about the crane bag? It's to do with this legendary figure, Aefa, who was transformed into a crane by a spurned lover. And it's also about the sea god Mononon Mokler, who used Aefa's skin to make a satchel to carry his most valuable treasure, including all the best gems of ancient folklore. He called it his crane bag. Later, when literacy arrived in Ireland with Christianity, Mononon put the alphabet and all of the words into the satchel as well. Its reliability as a storage device was due to the fact that it held its contents in an entirely different dimension. And they were only visible on Earth at full tide. An almanac is a bit like a crane bag. I mean... I mean, a bit like it. It's, it's not supernatural or anything. But like the crane bag, it is chock full of lore and legends and interesting curiosities. And as it happens, I have my almanac right here in front of me. And it's, it's a bag uh, of sorts, though, though it's not made of any type of skin. Um, I'm just going to open it here. Um give you a quick sense of, of, of what's inside. So, I'm going to reach in. Rummage around a bit. And just, like, pull out a story at random to listen to. So the doors are open. And, oh, my God, there's an entire array... I'm seeing everything. I'm seeing coins, I'm seeing shells. I'm oh, seeing yeah, feathers, I like this I'm one. Um, this is a young guy called Milo Poirier Dolan, and he's built up what you could call a, a cabinet of curiosities at home. That's what you would have called it in the 19th century, his gentleman's collection of oddities and natural specimens. Sea snails. They were given to me by my aunt, great auntie again. Or you might call it a modern-day crane bag, a container full of treasures and lore and wisdom. Old cars made out of... I'm not sure Exploring what. all of the contents of Milo's crane bag would take a good part of an afternoon. So we'll just dip in randomly. So where do you want me to sit? Oh, very low chair. Milo is 11, okay. by the way. And he's been collecting since he was four years of age combing the seashore, peatland and exposed upland expanses of the Midlands, of Sligo and County Kerry. Will I close the door? His favourite colours are turquoise and oyster and his favourite stone is a chert nodule from County Westmead. And the place where he keeps his treasures is made of wood. So I'm going to sit down. So it's a cabinet. It's an old wooden cabinet. Wow, it looks like an old French cabinet or something. And like Mononon's crane bag, it is chock full of treasures. I'm seeing everything. I'm seeing coins, I'm seeing shells, I'm seeing feathers, I'm seeing all sorts of things I don't understand. Scorpions and stones, feathers and bones, cacti and crustaceans, tree bark and tarantulas. But they are stones, scorpions. But what grabs me most are Milo's moths. This is a fox moth. Nice. It's very nice, it's all fluffy. And there's also a second moth with the most arresting pattern. It's got the cliché eyes on it. Uh-huh. Those cliché eyes, as Milo calls them, are a fiendishly clever solution to one of nature's biggest problems, how to avoid being eaten. They rely on an intriguingly complex strategy of deception. Deception, as in how to make yourself look like something you're not preferably something big or dangerous or toxic. Butterflies and moths have really honed this dark art, mainly by the development over millennia 
of uncannily realistic eye spots on their wings. Usually they overdo them and make them look like they're scary, but they're just round things with patterns. Just patterns on the wing that looks like an eye. The most likely basis for these circular markings of concentric rings in contrasting colours is neophobia, the extreme fear of the unfamiliar. They fool the attacker into believing they are facing a dangerous, boggle-eyed creature. And this is a, uh, another type of moth. It's all white and with dots. You find it around here a lot. They may not be about neophobia at all. Instead of deception, the markings could be about distraction. Like camouflage, something to fool the attacker into aiming for other parts of the insect's body that aren't vital for survival, such as the edges of the wings. Milo has an example to show me. This here? Mm, what is it? It looks a, like a centipede, is it? Yeah, no? it's a venomous centipede. Oh. Venomous, like kill people. This, so mm. see these two fangs up here? Yeah. They're, they don't do anything at all. It's for distracting its enemy. So if, let's say, a roadrunner was trying to eat it, mm-hmm. it would think this bit was the head because mm-hmm. it would move its tail and not move its head. Yeah. And then the roadrunner bite its tail. Mm-hmm. And then that would give it uh, plenty time to bite the roadrunner and kill it. Whoa. I've focused here on just one small part of a single shelf of his extensive collection. And even here, there's so much to see. It's hard to know what to focus on until he picks up a tawny-coloured butterfly and, and turns it over. I'm really blown away. Hiding behind the flamboyant red wings, with their rusty brown splotches, grey-black edges and ominous eye spots, is an underside that is the polar opposite. When the wings are closed, Milo tells me, the exuberant colourings disappear, and the rustic underside makes the butterfly look like dead leaves. It's like the butterfly exists in two different dimensions. The top, light and airy. The underside, firmly terrestrial. Which is like the two contrasting aspects of the crane bag. Either packed full or totally empty, depending on the position of the tide. And Milo's cabinet of curiosities. When open, it's a vast trove, full of awe and insight. But at night, when he closes it up again, it's just a wooden cupboard surrounded by Lego and furry toys and and picture books. So yeah, I suppose we better close up my own crane bag. My my Mal Untish. My my Almanac of Ireland. Oops. Whether it's going to last another 5,000 years or not, uh, a couple of stories just popped out there. So if we look yeah. over here, you see Plants. here is what I'm Unlike our frogs. Very embarrassing. Um, look, I'll get this all sealed up again and be on my way. But we're going to be back again. There's loads more stories in the bag. We'll get to dip into more wild wonders, unusual oddities and random relics. Ach, Gadish and Aharja, Slong of Foy. Was his mission? 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 Was his m